going on, everyone? Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 194 of For the Love of Cinema, where this week we're talking about Enola Holmes on Netflix and Infidel, quite possibly one of the last movies we'll watch in a theater ever after this week. My name is Grayson Maxwell. Way to lead off with the doom and gloom. Thanks. I appreciate it. This is Roger Stillian. And I'm Gimpy Hand Christopher Bond. A perma guest. Let's, <laughs> let's make very sure you're perma a guest. All right. Perm, perm, perma guest. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How are you this week? I, I'm great. <laughs> Where were you last week, Chris? You want you want to say? Uh, I was uh, I was out due to injury. Medical leave. Medical yeah. leave. Yeah, right. Medical leave. Multiple multiple venues. Did you do anything fun this week? Uh, I moved. I actually just got done moving the majority of my stuff into a new place. So how's, you, how's that with a broken hand? Uh, I didn't do very much at all. I just pointed to what my brother <laughs> needed to do for me. Put that box there. That box there. Pretty much. <laughs> Having having a broken hand, while it sucks, has its advantages. Exactly. See, yep. There you go. Also has its disadvantages. Perfectly timed. Have you ever... I challenge you to dry yourself with one hand when you get out of the the shower next time. I'll try it. Tomorrow morning. It's an experience. How does one dry their their other side? I assure you. Do you just like hold your hand up? I assure you, you don't have to dry yourself at all ever when you don't have shower. to you don't over a long enough period of time you will become dry yeah, but wait not... wait hold on a second so when you shower do you have like do you put your hand in like a bag or I, can, I, doesn't I, I did it first yeah. i can remove this now oh, okay. my first brace my first cast whatever you want to call it was not great and it was like fused to my arm this one is way better and way more comfortable and easier to do stuff with I all can right it off. fair enough probably gotcha, gotcha. way less effective that too <laughs> No, I'm in, I'm in constant pain. <laughs> the doorways in my home uh, will attest oh, to that. I can't imagine having oh, broken man. bones and hitting it last time. It oh, sucks. Yeah, that would not be fun, but that... It's fun for me. I'm doing great. <laughs> Thanks for asking. You, I was going to just ask you, how are you doing this week, man? Damn. My, my hands are good. No, I was just making fun of Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. I have two uh, very functional hands. Thank functional you. hands? <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've gotten the, uh, the meme... Than the gift from everybody about taking their strong hand for the <laughs> for the last week. Now it's been great. Wait, was no set? That's from one of the scary yeah, movies. Two, I think. Yeah. It's like potato yeah. <laughs> smashes his little tiny hand into the mashed potatoes and just stirs it around. <laughs> so uh, there's, a, there's an old. There's a movie that I think kids would consider old these days. No, I mean, kids those movies don't age well enough for us. Mm-hmm. God knows how it would be for a, a younger person right now. Yeah, it's true. Oh. Yeesh, indeed. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to mention before we start? Mm. I mean, we could just talk about the end of the movie theaters in general. <sighs> Give me a few minutes on that, please. <laughs> want, you, want you to decompress? Think it over? I just, I, I I'm mean, so disappointed in this. So I, I saw a story. We'll, we'll get into it in a minute. But I saw a story about, so, wait, what is it? It's not Regal, is it? Yeah, it's Regal. Regal. It, Regal, from March to right now, Regal has lost $1.6 billion yeah. in all the rent. And, and because for the first few weeks, they paid their employees and then recently they brought them all back, and attendance has been super low. So you 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 can't bring people in. You you can't have staff send them all home, and then if you get a rush, then you can't accommodate, and then people don't come because like, oh no, they don't have enough people. So it's a catch twenty two. What do you do? Yeah, but chances are they were paying those people to be at home for a little bit anyway. No, they yeah, yeah they, at least they, something. They were for the first few weeks, yeah. and then I mean, you remember what everyone's like? Oh, two weeks done. Yeah. Like it'll be God. Well, so like. In- wouldn't it make sense for them to like maybe instead of closing it all down, like strategically close down certain ones nope. 
to pull more people into certain ones, stuff like that, or anything? no? Because the point is, you don't want people to gather in anywhere. That's the that's the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you like take a, take a city like Chicago, who has like fifteen regal theaters within so many miles, yeah. If you close two or three, all it does is draw more people to the one you already have yeah, at limited yeah. capacity. Yeah, it doesn't actually it. help you. Doesn't know yeah. anything. But we'll get to that in a minute. So this is episode one ninety four of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday at five a.m. on Podbean, then distributes to iTunes, Spotify. And Google Podcast, and now Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, talk about some trailers, and then get into the movies of the week. What do you guys think took number one again? Tenant. Tenant. Bringing in two. I'll tell you what took number two. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Tenant, two point seven million domestic, which brings its worldwide total to three hundred seven. Is I I did not think it would break the three hundred mark, but it has. That's a decent showing for some movies. It's you know still I mean? going. You know? Yeah, it's still going, but it's it's definitely lost its steam. It's only made forty five million domestically, so okay. it hitting three sixty five is a big deal. Yeah, well, it's it's, a, it's at three hundred and seven right now total. No. Sorry, I thought you said three seventy. No, three oh seven. Sorry, which still. is still which is still once again that's impressive for. You know, I think even so. Back when things were normal, that's a that's a good movie. Talking about talking about impressive Hocus Pocus, the twenty twenty re release of the of the film is brought in one point nine yeah. million. He took all Roger's steam. That was his well, thunder. You did just tell me I couldn't announce that. Yeah, you just... Yeah, you, want, you want to back it up? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. What took number two, Roger? Do it live. Nope. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. All right. Which, listen, I, I had a great jo- joke about Horcus Porcus, the oh, porno remake. Oh, God. You just ruined everything. <laughs> I thought, I thought was, all right. All Thanks right. for tanking the show. You're welcome. Which, which brings the international total to 1.9 million. That's just, of course, for the 2020 re-release, which isn't too bad. I wonder how much money... Hocus Pocus is made and it's overall release time. Who makes the money off of that, by the way? Just out of curiosity, am I? Whoever owns the distribution rights. Yeah, at this point. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I mean, the studios, the contracts have probably noticeably changed since then, but I don't think they're too worried about. I mean, I I think $2 million probably covers whatever fees there were involved. Oh, it costs way less to get that out. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that The Empire Strikes Back isn't wasn't didn't make a whole lot more money. Back to the Future didn't make a whole lot more money. I'm surprised at those. Well, I mean, Halloween's coming. Besides, we get Star Wars movies we released yeah. all the time. That's true. How many times can you watch The Empire Strikes Back on the big screen? Well, it's only been on the big. It hasn't been on the big screen that many times since. Well, the original Hocus release. probably. Uh, that, that's actually, true. I, I would I would challenge the the Empire Strikes Back because I think they every time a movie had come out recently. I mean, I know everybody's like, ooh, seven, eight, nine, they don't exist or whatever. But every time a Star Wars movie came out in the recent years, they re-ran them all. You know what I mean? Like, they did all of them each time. So, I'm assuming if you went and wanted to go see Empire, you went and saw Empire. Yeah, that's, I have a feeling that is just, those movies are just making money hand over fist at this point. But, I wanna, I'm just surprised some of those older movies didn't do, didn't do better box office. But, the whole thing with, like, just, I don't know. Let's get to number three, which is the New Mutants, still in the top five, making a million dollars domestic, bringing its worldwide total, Roger, check this out, to 41.9, so basically 42 million. boy. That's not terrible. Keep it going. But... Terrible. Unhinged. Crazy Russell Crowe. He'll show you what a bad day really is. <laughs> yeah. 847.4K, bringing its worldwide total to 36.3 million. That's not too shabby for that movie. And Infidel, one of the movies we will be discussing this week, 460.5K, bringing us worldwide to 3.4 million. Not great. But uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. There's a couple of caveats to that one. All right. Ooh, caveat. It's fancy, that, huh? That's, a, that's, a, that's one of them Jeopardy words. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
It's mm. one of them multiple point bonuses on Scrabble words. No, it's not. You don't think caveat gets you a lot of points? I mean, it depends on how many. There's, a lot, of, there's a lot of vowels in it. Vowels don't get you jack shit, bro. That's true. <laughs> the end point multipliers and that stuff C like and that. That C and V will help you out, though. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed it will. Well, not much, not a whole lot coming out, actually. The... I'm actually kind of upset what's not coming out. Things keep getting... So talk about the thing that got pushed back recently this week, Roger. So, uh... Two things. One, Dune. Mm. I told you that was going to happen. just makes me so sad. But you keep saying that. Like, we're, we're like anybody's surprised anything. Well, no, but, like, as soon as... As soon as the first one got pushed, like I said, they're all getting pushed. So, what, here's the catch-22, okay? And I'll just segue with this. Also announcing today, effective Thursday... All regal cinemas in the United States will be closed indefinitely. All right, it's five hundred and thirty plus theaters in our, okay? in our in our nation, right? In in the United well, and so they're owned by a company called Cineworld, which shut down all the UK ones as well. Versions so it, yeah. yeah, everything under the Cineworld banner is going to be stopped indefinitely. So each time they push a movie back, obviously things get harder and harder for movie theaters to make money. So if nothing new comes out. Nobody goes to the movie theater. And since nobody's going to the movie theater, nothing new is coming out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, is, so, it really is a circular argument. If, well, it's the definition of the circular argument. If there's nothing there for them to watch, they will not come. They will not come if there's nothing there to watch. I wish you wouldn't do things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did a very phallic motion. So, no, you're not wrong but, about so that. But where, thing. but I mean, well, you've got to We've something. talked about this before, right? Things aren't going to change anytime soon. Pushing things back till next year, does that even make a difference? At so this we've, point. Listen, we've knocked things off the end of the calendar year, okay? Well, January 1st rolls around. Do things change then? It depends how how on, it far depends. back do you keep pushing things? I don't... See, it really we, depends. We are in legitimate chance that movie theaters never come back from this. Ever. So don't buy AMC No, they'll be stock. gone for a while, but eventually they will... Some will try... Well, so, but large theater chains, so the only thing that's come out after this, AMC hasn't said anything, but Cinemark, the number three theater chain in the United States, said they are going to continue to soldier forth. However, if nothing is coming out, it won't be for very much longer. No, it can't yeah. be. I mean, they're better off just shutting down for now and just wait, just say, movie theaters close until January. So, But you can't. You can't secede that much territory to streaming, or people just completely give up on movie theaters. I don't know if that's the case quite, because there are people, there are a large number of people that that do want to go to theaters. It's just right now with, you know, with everything going on, people being told they shouldn't. There's a lot of social pressure to not do so, and then at the same time, you know, it, it is it is a risk for you and your family if you do so. There's a lot there, but I don't, I don't see, you know, like. The lack of makes streaming, uh, you know, any stronger because of like people's mindset. I think if if you were to say tomorrow that that the corona's cured and that we can open back up, and people can go to theaters. I think you'd see people come out in waves. I don't think it just depends on how long it takes for. Corona I, to be I cured. think that's true for you know if it happens three months from now too because people because it's still it's not like it's been like this desolate thing that hasn't it's coming back years later. You know what I mean? It's still in most people's minds. My five year old wants to go back to. the theater she talked about it the other day you know what i mean and she's five she thinks about you know unicorns and rainbows more than anything else you know but she awesome. she remembers Good going for to the her, theater and wanting to go back to the theater my big concern is is that we're going to see these big movie theater chains push for government bailout money 
They that, already did. I mean, A and C already did at least. I don't know about the other two. There's nothing, and maybe that, and maybe that's the precursor to these other ones trying it next. Because if that happens, you know, they might be able to get this bailout money and then just close shop and take that that's and distribute it. it. It happens, <laughs> man. I think there'd be some major fallback. Well, we're, we're we're not we're not that kind of sh- we're not that kind we're of not. Podcast, well, but... at the same time, that could be a, a path that movie theater chains take. You know, it's a possibility. Sure. I mean, of course, the buy CEO would argue your... that he deserves twenty million. Well, no, they, 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 well, what they do is they buy out their own debt and shut it down. They yep. shut it down clean. I mean, because you don't want to get into it, but that's exactly what a large scale. Um, Aviation company did very long ago, a long too long ago. They yep. took their bailout money, bought their own stock, raised their own stock price, and then cashed it all out. And that's not okay. <laughs> but companies do stuff like that all the time. It's harder for the smaller places to get back up because of things yep. like that. Um, and it really does hamper if if this does go on for a long enough period of time. I mean, think about it, right? Assume we get no new releases from now until the end of the year, or what we do gets going to trickle in and not be very. We're not going to get the best quality of stuff hit the theaters, okay? How long does this go? Mm-hmm. It can't go for long. I mean, it's not like it can indefinitely just limp forward. Well, yeah. here, here's the thing. This is what's going to eat movie theaters alive, okay? Even if you're not running, you still own the property. Yeah, yeah rent. That's it. Rent. That's going to be your single utilities. largest. No, no, well, utilities you can control. You can shut those down. You can, you can, go, you can go bare minimum. Okay. You have rent minimal, your yeah, minimal, yeah, minimal power, minimal heat. Nobody's there. It doesn't matter too much. But that land is still just as valuable because it there is. are plenty of malls that are pretty much open at full go. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. It just. Dep- I mean, it's just. It's such a weird situation. Yeah. I never thought we'd be in. No, this, this is a dark I mean. day. Yeah, I guess my biggest fear is not so much as the like the streaming services rising up and taking over in the absence of. It's that the that the actual movie theater chains are going to cannibalize themselves willingly at this point. Well, it's not. See, to me, it's am and we're and we're not that kind of like business talk kind of podcast. But this is a chance for one of the theater chains to like AMC, for example, to say, "Regal, Regal, look, we'll buy you." Well, here's the thing: we're just going to go all in and buy it and just hope we come back. And if not, well, we're we're in debt two billion dollars. Well, we can we can talk about AMC for a second too, because listen, AMC has got they are the biggest chain in America. They are the biggest chain in the world, okay? They are within six months of being out of what's called liquidity. They are running out of money, and they have about six months until they go broke. Mm. And once you go broke, things go to shit. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you really have a hard time getting paychecks as a... Well, that's that's the thing. Well, they're publicly traded, so that's when you start seeing, you know, I mean, pro- properties getting sold. To... We, we've already talked about their stock, and now I'm not trying to get too businessy here. It's already five bucks a share. It's actually lower than that now. It, well, check, it's, yeah. it ain't got much farther to no, go it before yeah. it's nickels, okay? I'm buying it at nickels. Now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, that's not a terrible idea because it's only got to go up, but that's if it goes up. Yeah. You know? So, but if it goes bald belly up, then I mean, but but what's something that you might miss is let's just say okay, let's just take some of the big ones: Wonder Woman, Bond, uh, Halloween Kills, Dune. Let's let's say two of those. Let's say Amazon buys two of those for a billion dollars total. Cool. Just, just to make then that's movies that aren't big movies that will not be in the theater when things start coming back. You know how before the, I, I challenge that though. Just because they're not coming out of movie theaters does not mean well, they are not big movies. No, no, I understand, I understand that, but that's movies that the movie theaters will not have when sure. things start bouncing back. So it's it's when the big blockbusters start going to the streaming services that's when I'm going to really worry. Only because 
because it's gonna mean no one's gonna put up no company no producer no one's gonna put up money let's say for the next Jurassic Park say if they're only gonna make back off their 150 dollar inv- 150 million investment to 25 See, no one's gonna do that you I, make more money in the stock market I don't know if that's true though because we have had Netflix and Netflix has thrown plenty of money around let's talk about a movie that wasn't terrible but not greatly successful let's talk about a movie called Triple Frontier remember that movie yeah, yeah. big big time Affleck Oscar Isaacs couple people decent flick nothing spectacular yeah we like that it. movie cost 125 million dollars we have no idea what their return on that is but they will spend money absolutely will spend it bright remember bright with will smith their first real big gigantic yeah. movie cost them 90 million dollars they will spend the money just with netflix they'll never tell you what they made well i mean they don't have to all well, they that, do well is, that's the thing all they have to so, do is keep your attention on netflix i don't okay so maybe dune is a little bit of you know their 250 million dollar budget is above what they want but you think wonder woman costs much more than 125 I would say I, I'd, I'd have somewhere a, in the 125 to 125. Okay, but I, I'd have a hard time believing that it costs a significant amount more. No. So the thing with that is, is if they're going to spend it, they're going to release it. They're going to release it with big old fanfare. Now, they're only going to care about it for the first month that it's out because that's kind of Netflix's model. We're going to throw something out at you the next couple of weeks. But I don't think a company like Netflix and especially Amazon really care about spending money. Um, for their production value, I don't think that's going to decrease. No, it's only, I mean it's only going to increase as mm-hmm. they go as they steam forward. But I mean, right now they're just like opening champagne bottles every day. These announcements come out; they're so, so excited. What do we think about the possibility of like I don't know Transformers Three style like advertisements being shoved into movies if they go to streaming services? You know what I mean? Well, some like, like, like some, movies being produced with that well, here's already the thing, ready here's because the thing you, of how they're being released. Here's the thing: you stop getting too if it's all streaming unless they incorporate it as trailers. I most people will not go seek out a trailer they haven't heard of. But if you go to a movie and you haven't heard of this movie, you see the trailer, you will tell your friends if you liked it. Sure, but you're yeah. not going to seek out a trailer you don't know exists. Well, what's the first thing you do when you're at a theater with somebody that you know and a trailer comes on? First thing you do is you look at them and you like you guys you had that weird where you look at each other and you yeah, go, like, yeah that, that looks good or yeah, that looks yeah, like yeah, garbage. Of you know what I mean? So I mean to get that same effect, you know, I guess it's possible. But like I'm talking about like Budweiser popping up, you know, you know it's an advertisement within your own movies or ads, you know, ads being played in these in I these mean, movies to make money back. It's certainly a possibility that Netflix, even though they don't have interruptions during the film, mm-hmm. they put a five second Budweiser, which. I thing. would imagine would would actually increase Budweiser's revenue a small percentage wise. It would increase Netflix's well, revenue. That's what yeah, I'm that, saying. That, but it would, thing, it would be right? it would be a, it would be a symbiotic win win for both. Because I mean, like if I'm watching a movie and I'm kind of like, and then I see a Budweiser, like chances of me oh, I should get Budweiser like skyrocket. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm just but, saying. But it's like so. I mean, you know, what's the biggest video on demand service out there right now? It's Netflix. Netflix. No, it's not. It's YouTube. That's the biggest oh, video no, on the okay. market. Well, no, 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 no. He's not wrong, though. Yeah, no, he's not because wrong. They, but have, I also they don't have advertisements that, that are hard set, and, 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 and this is relevant. You cannot anymore. get around ads. But I don't. If you talk about, I don't talk about. I don't classify YouTube as a video. Okay, as a streaming. They're service. the largest service out there, and they've set the precedent that people will still come to their product with the ad. But and, it's not. It's not films. A, and they have a paid version that does have films. That's true. Yeah, you're 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 right. And no commercials. And you know, yeah. I, I get that. And it plays when you minimize it on your phone. It still yeah, plays. You can't even stop it. But like, yeah. I, I still wouldn't put Netflix and YouTube on the same. But I mean, the, in the, the same the, ring. The thing fun. is, though, Netflix. Netflix is probably the biggest movie version of it, right? But yeah. Netflix or YouTube. YouTube destroys Netflix on daily hits. Yeah. 
And I mean, those are ads you can't skip on 30 second videos, let alone a, let alone a t full two minute ad in front of a, you know a two hour movie. Yeah, what I'm that's that's a bargain. What I'm getting at is that if theaters close because of this, if things go the way we don't want it to, obviously, if it goes that way, this could be what the landscape looks like for movies. This is how producers get their money. This is how people get invested in your big blockbusters. You know what I mean? Very true. Yeah. I mean that's and not that's a where that goes. I mean I've I've made the point forever. That you have to respect the streaming model as what it is for the future of movies. Now listen, I, albeit is I'm happy that I'm right. I didn't expect it anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't a little more gray in that beard. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't expect, expect to be it. a bit more old when I had this real conversation. <laughs> well, of course, when Netflix Not seven months later, when yeah. Netflix first started being a thing, you knew that once they got their foot in the door and like people were talking about Netflix, it was like a household name. Yeah. It was only a matter. Of, I mean, granted, it's been 15 years, but I mean. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't like talk. I don't like thinking. This makes me so sad. <laughs> this is stress for you, I guess. Well, I mean, <laughs> I listen, no it, idea. it's not a great conversation for us to have to have as movie people. But I mean, I look at it seriously. There's a there's a real chance. Now, I don't be it. This is, I don't think this is the be all end all for movie theaters. This is going to be a real problem. Mm -hmm. Like maybe forever. It's not like things. Hey, you know, after the election, things are going to go away. I don't think so. Well, there's always a small chance it does. Well, there's a small chance that businesses will not reopen. Yeah, that well, that's that's, I mean, that's real. <laughs> so anyway, let's so the but let's get on with the landscape. What it looks like going in going forward. So October seventh, which is actually two Wednesday, two days from two now. Days we're, 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 recording we're recording on, on a Monday day. evening. I was on vacation. I was in the woods drinking beer. I probably Ooh. should have talked about that in the beginning of the show. Yes, um, what did you do this Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, I was, I was in a hot tub. I was in the woods in a cabin with some of my closest friends. It was wonderful. I uh, think one of some of the greatest four days ever. That did not happen. Um, so Hubby Halloween, the Adam Sandler Halloween thing comes out. That's going to be wildly popular. I have, I have very big suspicion. The War with Grandpa, as of right now, still comes out Friday. Greenland, October 13th, is on Amazon streaming. And October 16th, Honest Thief. Love and Monsters, VOD, The Trial of Chicago 7, and Netflix. The Chicago 7 one, I think, is going to be a big deal. I sure hope so. Uh, October 23rd, The Empty Man. Uh, that's the theatrical release. October 28th, Wednesday, The Wait, Craft. Excuse Legacy. me? The what? The, the, the Empty em Man. I feel like, as someone who has a movie podcast, I should have heard of this by now. <laughs> Maybe it's something that was pushed up because it. Um, I don't see anyone of note. Oh, James Badgedale, Stephen Root. Joel Courtney, my boy from um, Super 8 and from The Kissing Booth. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Great. <laughs> uh, on the trail of a missing girl, an ex-cop comes across a sensitive group attending... A, sorry, a secretive group attending a summon... Sensitive. They're just sitting around holding each other. Attempting to summon a terrifying okay. supernatural, <laughs> supernatural okay. entity. That sounds like a dud. Well, anyway, that comes out. <laughs> wow. Damn. It sounds like a dud. That's coming from you. I know. Damn. And then... <laughs> 28, the the craft legacy, which if you remember the um, remember the craft from the 90s. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. What's that? I bind you. I bind you from doing. I. She does this. She says the spell over and over again. I forget. I bind you, Robin, from doing harm to you. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the thing. Um, then on November 13th, Freaky, which I don't think will come out. Although, if you're only if you're only gonna make 10 million and you cost the Blumhouse 3 million to make it. That's, that's a win. Still that's a win, win for them, I mean, right? Yeah, that's still a win. They're gonna be like, no, put up. Put and up uh, so, cool. as of right now, Pixar's Soul—if you'll notice—the same week Bond was there last week, not there this week. 
And then Bond ain't coming. No, it's, it's no, I it's, didn't it's actually mention that after I said to do. No, yeah, Doom Bond's coming. Bond, Bond's not coming. Bond is moved too. So. And as of right now, the November Thanksgiving uh, period is the Crudes, Happiest Season, Voyagers, all on November twenty fifth, and that looks like it's it for November. And then December has lost a lot. Free Guy, Coming to America, Death in the Nile. Oh, the Spielberg thing is gone. Free Guy's still slated for December, isn't it? December yeah, eleventh. Like that, that's yeah. because it just hasn't been moved yet. I'm sure. Well, they, here's the thing. So let's talk about that for one second because a new trailer for Free Guy hit today. And they talk about the the date, right? Yeah, and I don't think they would have done that if they didn't. If they weren't sure they were going to do it. Now, listen, now, obviously, I understand stuff moves all the time, but they make it a real point to say that it is coming. Ryan Reynolds actually did something on his Instagram where uh, he he's talking to, like, like the team about, like, you know, like release date and, like, in this uncertain time, we're still putting on December 11th, but this could, and, like, they, they make a lot of joking, like, like, like you know, like, it's going to come out a 4th of July. Like, you know, any of the 4th of July is coming up, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think it's tongue-in-cheek enough to where I think they're going to go for it. If they have their way, anyway. Uh, Wonder Woman's in December, News of the World, and Escape Room 2 also. But, like, that's that's only because I think anything that hasn't moved now is going to wait for the election. And we'll see how that goes, and then what happens with COVID, and then they're going to make their decision then. But... That looks. I mean, we. It's like we lose one or two things every week pulling out, which is fine. I mean, it's. I don't have a. I can't possibly hold anyone accountable well, for wanting. The, you know? the only other thing is, is eventually somebody has to release something big. Now well, listen, tenant. Ten, well, here's the thing though, stuff was already pulling off, and tenant was like, we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like they tried to. To be like, as things were falling around them, push it, push it, weeks, weeks, weeks. Now we're months out. Pick a date, say it's coming out, and leave it there. If you move it, the, if you them. move it two weeks before it's supposed to come out, you think people like things like that? No, I don't think people. people you like be showing upset. up to a party and they'll be like, "Hey, the party's next week." <laughs> How cool is that? Fantastic. Well, okay then. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. well, I guess I'll just go. Blow my brains out in my car or something. I mean, you know, cool. How many people don't actually know when things get pushed like that? You know, like, 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 our, like we have our, you know, fingers on the pulse of it, but like, when I, we're, gonna, we're still surprised when, yeah. when they took we're Greenland gonna, from I me. can't tell you how many times, like, working at GameStop when a game gets, like, gets pushed, like, two weeks or a month or something because of, like, whatever issues. And then, like, some, you've always got four or five people that came in ready to get their pre order. It was like, sorry, the game got pushed, dude. You know, do you want yeah, your money yeah. back or do you want to wait? And it's like, Oh man, I didn't even know. I yeah. took time off of work for this, and it's like ah, you know. And it, well, people are, they're they're the terrible at communicating to people, but so and then the it's funny I have for the for the world news theaters open again. Now I put theaters closing again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some movies, or trailers. Let's talk about Borat Two, a movie fifteen, a sequel fifteen years in the making. So I think this movie's coming out on the day that says it is because why? Ten twenty three. It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon, yeah. Well, Amazon's <laughs> gonna get some more traffic for sure. That's people who remember Borat might want to check it out. But there's also people that were very offended by Borat. I got a friend named Chris who's gonna who's just gonna. Your name buy is this. Chris. It's not me though. <laughs> but uh, he's he, he's excited for this. When first when the first Borat came out, he just quoted it nonstop for two years. So it's it's gonna be great or terrible. I'm not gonna talk to this okay, man for a while. So, <laughs> No, I, I, I see that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not looking for anything great. I didn't get great vibes from this trailer. Now, the, now to, to to be fair, we chuckled a few times. To, to be to be, why didn't? But like the first I one, the I watched. In her. I watched the first Borat movie like nine times. Did you ever put a baby in your own daughter? Oh no, no, I, didn't. I, I did not do that. Um, yeah, he's talking to the pastor, who I'm sure has no idea how to respond. Um, a lot of that stuff was very gorilla. A lot of stuff was like. You thought that was a pastor? 
It, it said, said pastor. Reverend. Said reverend. No, it said pastor. Oh, there's a doctor. No, pastor. No, yeah. Thanks for not. Thanks for not bumbling during. He looked at. He looked at. They were in a. No, it said pastor. No, they, they were at. Yeah, it said pastor. Pastor. Yeah. Um, I think the people were so. The first Borat kind of shocked the world and how just outrageous it was. I think people have caught up to that. Well, so here I have a counterpoint to that, right? All right. Um, so a lot of people didn't know this movie was being made in any capacity. Um, so, yes, I think more people know who Borat is now. But much like the original Borat, with it being so gorilla, you're going to see people that had no idea what was going on just watching it unfold. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, And I made a comment to you guys about many months ago, Mike Pence, our current vice president of the United States, uh, there was an eruption at one of his speeches. And nobody really knew what was going on. Somebody dressed like Donald Trump was carrying a woman around on his shoulders, yelling that the women are here, and then ran through the auditorium and then out the other door like nothing happened. It was national news that this happened. That was Borat (laughs) in Borat 2. And no one knew about this. No one officially knew about this until they put the trailer out at the beginning of this week. And there are people out there going, that son of a bitch. (laughs) That's, one, hilarious. Two, how do you get that many people to be quiet? (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm sure people talked, but it went away pretty quick. That doesn't sure. happen. Yeah, like, um, I don't. I don't remember hearing about. I remember hearing of something about an interruption. I don't remember what the particulars were. So yeah. I can't so say I, I think that's why it's important to know that, or important to realize. First off, Sasha Baron Cohen, what he does, what he can do when he's not Borat is pretty impressive. Yeah. And I bet you. No, I'm going to say it's as funny as the first Borat, because the first Borat came out of nowhere and was absolutely hysterical. I bet you it's just as messed up, though. Oh, at, at least Yeah, but will it be up. as hysterical if we're used to it? If we're, if we're not, like, struck by how... If it might, if it's if it's less funny, there'll probably be more shock. Like, I yeah, think see, they're going to go that's, higher. That's the thing. It might be less funny and more insane. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's a possible trajectory of the movie. Listen, it's going to paint a lot of people in a negative light. Yeah. I'm going to throw no, that it's, right It's definitely there. got a political... I know the accountant that worked on it, so I hopefully I'll be able to have him on the show. Hey, Grayson, let's fist each other. <laughs> we, we like better me fisting you, you fisting me, and it's fist, I, at, at the same time. We fist the guys like we can do it together. <laughs> what All they're right. talking about is not what they plan. So to Borat, do the Borat show. two, it's directly from the. Trailer. Well, you know what's funny is I didn't, I didn't see Borat two on the release schedule. For no, because literally they didn't have a date or anything until they, when they dropped the trailer. Okay, so okay, never, let's, yeah. as of right now, the trailer says October twenty third. But it, I guarantee you, it comes out on the twenty third because Prime. it's Prime. Amazon, yeah. yeah. And if you're if you're a streaming service and you got something, remember remember with the beginning of COVID, <laughs> Tiger King. Yeah. Like, you don't hold those things. No, nope. you put that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, let's go, let's go get them. Uh, also, I'm, another movie we'll never get numbers for. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, yeah of course. Got to get used to that. I and know the comeback trail with Zach Braff, Tommy Lee Jones, Morgan Freeman, Robert De Niro, Emil Hirsch, and list just goes on. So this looks good, right? I think it looks like it could be genuinely funny. I think it looks good. I think I think it'll be. It'll be I will laugh more than I will in Borat. Yeah, I like I like me some Tommy Lee Jones. I like Zach Braff. You know, I like I, I like the cast, so I'm good. excited for it. I think it looks awful. <laughs> Absolutely. What was, that movie, what was that movie we watched with uh, Morgan Freeman about? He was like at the he was like the mafia at the retirement home. Like everyone had to go through him. Red. No, no, no. It, oh. wasn't, it was um, I forget what it was called, but it also had it had Tommy Lee Jones, Morgan Freeman, and um. Who's the woman from Ladder 49? No, wasn't that her? I don't know. No, it wasn't her. No, it was, um, 
It's Thor's mom. Who is that? Rene Russo? Yeah, Rene Russo's in it. Like, I forget what that's called, but that was kind of a dud. It didn't do any money. It didn't really do anything. So. I don't know what you're talking about, so... I'm assuming... <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming well, the, the comeback trailer has a built-in audience of elderly people. Who's staying away from the theaters right now? Elderly people. So that's nice. going to that's either going to get pushed or it's going to go to a streaming service and go out well, with... Old people don't have streaming like services, Like a wet though. fart in the wind. Like, it'll do nothing. And that's what makes me so mad about this whole This situation. is from somebody who is excited for this trailer. I am excited for, because it's not... <laughs> You movies really, were not really meant. Sound like you're movies excited. were not meant to be watched at home. Mm. Movies were meant. I mean, you can argue all you want, Roger. Uh, but here's the thing: I have, and who's going to win this argument? Well, fine, but the way that you're meant to watch them on a big screen with sound, you can't buy. I mean, you not, can always buy the sound. I mean, sure, but not many people have. You know, however much to, to keep upgraded with the Dolby. You know how much that would cost you every three years upgrade. That's a lot of money. Anyway, we're not getting to that. But Dolby doesn't upgrade that. But often. the point is, this movie is going to come out to at best lukewarm. Fifty fanfare. American dollars. <laughs> Twenty-five. Kazakhstan, four four rupees. Kazakhstan dollars. Yeah. Um, I think it'll do nothing. I hope it does because I love that. I love that cast, but it won't do anything. I have a feeling. So, what do you want to talk about first? Infidel or Enola Holmes? I think you guys should tell me about Infidel, and then we'll talk about Enola Holmes. That's I didn't fair. See Infidel. That's. I think it's fair. So, Infidel, um, this one came out wide on September 18, 2020, though it was released in 2019, directed by Cyrus Nalret, uh, if I mispronounce it, I'm sorry, Jim Caviezel, Claudia Caravan, Hal Ozen, uh, Amy Kasim, uh, sorry, Ali Kasim, Stelio Savante. So, let's go over it, Roger. Okay. Political thriller, what True. did you expect going into this, knowing what the trailer was? I expected a different kind of movie. I you know agree with you. Um, now I'm not saying that it's a bad thing because I actually enjoyed this movie more, far more than yeah, I, I thought, thought I was going, going to. Yeah, me too, hundred um, percent. This is what, so, a yeah, political thriller. It's fair to say a political thriller. Yeah, with a with a religious slant, um, which they don't really play up as much in the trailer as what you get. Now, listen, it's not a bad thing. It actually really plays in the political side of this movie, which I think is kind of interesting because. This is a true story, or based off a true story, however they, however they classify those things anymore. Uh, and it's a story that I had never heard, so that was I'm kind of interesting. I'm assuming a lot of people have not heard about the well, story. But, I mean, listen, I went back and looked some of it up afterwards. It's a pretty interesting story. Well, so. Jim, Jim Caviezel is Doug Rollins. He's like, uh, he gets kidnapped. He uh, does. He says some, probably things he shouldn't say on a, on a talk show about religion but he's he very much plays up the you know, our God is God, our God is the one. So well, hold on, let's let's give some uh, some backstory of that. So, um, he is a Christian blogger, a pretty that's the popular that's Christian, blogger, Christian blogger. Yeah, um, who does basically daily blogs, has like a million hits a day, that sort of stuff. Very popular, very well off, doing his thing. He gets invited. Um, to um, what, Egypt? Cairo. Cairo, yeah. He gets invited to Cairo to talk on a TV show to, to like, go and give a speech, um, which is a kind of a big deal because uh, majority Muslim country, um, he goes on a talk show. He's having, they're having, like, real bantery conversation, like, real religious conversation on the air, and he goes a little farther than what he should do, uh, what he should talk about, and uh, listen, I'm not an overly religious guy, but I'll give you the bullet points. 
And so they are talking about the Quran, uh, which is the equivalent of uh, the Bible in the Muslim religion. And they talk about Jesus, um, the, the Muslim faith. Um, talks a lot about Jesus. They believe that he's a real person, uh, just like Christian faith. But he's not the son of God. He's a prophet. Okay, it's fine. So he, Doug, takes it a little farther and says he's not just a prophet. He is God. He's your God. And he's, mind you, he's like directly on national television. He goes a little farther. Doesn't say anything overly crazy, but basically tells him their whole religion's a sham. And he does it very nicely. And it immediately leads to him getting kidnapped <laughs> uh, to become a political religious prisoner. But like, I feel like that's, if you're going into it, that's probably what you know from the trailer. We, it's, it starts sure. a little differently. Uh, he has a friend who's very much in the in the in the Islam religion, uh, who's celebrating a daughter's graduating from school. The daughter is seeing someone the father doesn't approve of, and it kind of makes it public during the uh, during the during the party. And then the next week we find out is he doesn't she doesn't come home, but the father has her tied up downstairs. Uh, and then like what we're assuming he kills her. Well, I mean, spoiler, he does. Well, that's in the first but, few minutes. So, but I mean, yeah, so. But like, and then he. But that's the cops, the thing is, Well, the cops yeah. end up at the house. He ends up. Uh, Doug ends up back at the house. Finds out that uh, he's a extremist. Um, been putting out DVDs and Blu-rays. Of, Which he's the worst terror. He leaves. He's the worst terrorist ever. He leaves all the evidence. In his well, he he does leave it all in the basement, and um, he leaves a picture of himself he's with a out, rocket launcher. He's shipping out recruitment uh, DVDs to people. Legitimately, like terrorists farmer okay yeah so he gets arrested and then deported <laughs> because of course he does but uh he all come it all comes full circle for him so the story really is is doug's captivity because uh, they take him out of egypt he ends up in iran um which is not a great place to be one as an american two as a white overly religious american guy christian guy yeah not great bob not great. <laughs> so, well, th but his wife's also, I think, fairly important. Or well, his his wife important. works for the State Department. Yeah, she's she gains more importance as the film goes on, which I I can appreciate, kind of shifting uh, spotlight from one to another. Yeah, she's actually not very good though. One of, one of the bullet points I want to bring up is she's quite terrible. Like as, as a person, as an actress, or like Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you said it not. Like, <laughs> as an actress, she was she you? was not good. Jim Caviezel is excellent. But you can, there's a huge, when they're having conversations, there's, it's it's almost, you, it's very noticeable that one of them is Jim Caviezel and the other one is not. Well, I think a lot of what I realized in this movie is there are parts and people that outshine everybody else at any given time. And even Jim Caviezel gets outshined by uh, Hal Ozon, who plays uh, Ramsey. He's the guy that's got him captured, um, who actually took him hostage. That dude owns every scene that he's in. Every single scene that he's in to me. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's also, yeah, he's the he's the guy who's kind of like the pretty boy who's kind of yeah. like, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's very good. As a matter of fact, he's been in a couple of things. He's been in a blacklist. Uh, he's been in several things. Well, what I what I remember seeing him before before this is he was on the uh, the Netflix Marvel show Jessica Jones. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's gotcha. on there. So God, he has a he has IMDb going all the way back to two thousand. He was on Dawson's Creek in two thousand. Oh my goodness, yeah. Dawson's Creek. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course I do. I love that show. Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> that show's actually, that <laughs> show's actually that's, that's the show they watched. I told that, you about. That makes a lot of sense. Thanks. That's the show I told you about. Remember when they had that Hayden Thomas Hayden Church film where him and Dom Hall Gleason become buds? That's what they watch when they get when they get high. They get stoned and watch Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek. Although he calls it like Derek's Derek's Riverway or something. <laughs> he's making fun of it. Good. I think it's funny, but no, he's got a he's got an IMDb credits going all the way back to 2000. He's been in some big things. He's handsome. He's also pretty good. <laughs> Devastating. And you're, you're right. Him and Caviezel are, I think, the stars. Oh, some of, of their the scenes show. with some of their scenes together are pretty much are a, pretty good. Pretty good. So yeah. But I mean, so the the real short version of this is, you know, they they devise a plan to get him out of the country. Which, you can't just go get people from Iran. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to go there. You're damn sure not allowed to break people out of prison there. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Hmm. But, I mean, it's... I don't want to dig too far into it. Because this is... This is a, I thought this movie is decent. Um, that's kind of where I'll draw the line. I'm not going to go so far as to say it's good. However... If you had no pre-knowledge of it, like I did, really, besides the trailer we caught, what, two weeks ago for the first time, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. Yeah, I, I wasn't upset at my movie-going experience. Matter of fact, this could be the last new movie we see for a long time, if not ever. I mean, there's a chance. That Just... kind of pisses me off, but there's a chance. Um, you I would tell your grandkids one day that I would have hoped that was the last movie theater. Movie I would have hoped that would have been Fidel. I would have hoped that would have been Greenland, but you know, <laughs> damn it. I know, just push the button on you right there. Greenland. Just give me baby. a date on VOD, baby. That's all I need. It's got a VOD date. It doesn't have a date, does it? Uh, later I'll, this I'll month, look. actually. Oh, well, yeah, I know. All of a sudden, it's like late next October. Next week or something. Next Good. week after that. Um, but, yeah, what, what about you? What did you think about it? It was definitely different than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was... It was it's a better action thriller than I would have ever given it credit for. Uh, it's being pushed as a Christian movie, although I don't really see that as a as a way to properly advertise that movie. Do you see that as a problem? I mean, there's a huge religious theme in this movie, and yes. it, it can it can't be ignored. And it certainly need, you, if you're going to go watch it, you have to be aware there is a very large religious theme. Sorry, I studied a religious theme in this movie. Um, it's it's over it's almost overpowering at times. One of those, you know, God is the most powerful; He can make miracles happen. Types types of movies which we have talked about many in the past. Uh, but there's also a fair amount of action. There's there's a good choreographed fight scene here and there. Um, but at times, it, it does, I think, drag. But I think that's kind of the built-in by design of this kind of film because you have Caviezel, who is in prison, yeah. who is having conversations with people trying to get out. So at times, I think it drags, but it kind of has to at times. You know, does that make well, sense? Well, I think they try to develop a little bit more story than what they need to. Um, I think they kind of pushed it one way and didn't really go the way they wanted it to do so i mean there's a lot of failed things a lot of a lot of poor decisions by people in this movie i think so well i mean it's it's also very heavily tainted one way also i don't want to get into that but i was surprised of how far they went to lean one way i'm like ah that's i thought that was very surprising to be honest but i don't want to spoil it. if you're gonna watch the movie you should watch it it's if you have AMC A-List, there's no reason not to watch it, but it will undoubtedly be on streaming in about a month or two, I would no doubt. Just like The Outpost, which is now on Netflix. It was locked on Amazon. You had to purchase it, now it's on Netflix. What, The Outpost? With um, Orlando Bloom. The American Outpost fell under oh, attack yeah. in 2009 in Afghanistan. Like bad Call of Duty. It's actually not terrible. I watched it. I loved it. Okay. Speaking of bad, I did watch The Velocipastor this past weekend. Mm, burying the real lead for today, huh? I couldn't stop laughing. It's so ridiculous. 
It might be the most ridiculous. I, is this, it only is it only like sixty five minutes long? So it's 70, 70 minutes and forty nine seconds. So it's forty nine seconds longer than the feature length has to be. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, Just I think it's it. funny, but. Now, if you're looking at it as a purely funny movie, Roger, you'd, you'd give it a high score. But if you're looking at it on the same scale of Holmes and Watson, this makes Holmes and Watson look like a 10. Now, well, just, good. I gave it a zero. Just think so about that So you can't second. actually add, you can't multiply zeros. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, this makes Holmes and Watson look like a 10. Hmm. Interesting. I'm mad you Velocipastered without us. I'm sure Velocipastor will show up on our roster here very soon. Yeah, so. what happened to that's a show we're going to do live? <laughs> live stream Velocipastor. <laughs> we, could do, we, we could do that for episode two, 200. So live. Yeah, but you're live. just going to be like, yep. The whole time we're just going to be like, this yeah. is so bad. There's a point where he, turn, he turns into a, a, a raptor, but it's very obviously like a $10 dinosaur suit like you bought from Walmart. Yes, like, exactly like balloon. what it is. <laughs> With like when you, when you run the arms flail... Like, and, he's, and he's tearing apart these ninja's legs, and he tears off this guy's head. This guy's head gets torn off, and, like, it's the dude. Then it cuts away, and it's 100% obviously a doll's head. Like, it's they didn't put any... Oh, and in the beginning... So in the beginning, what happens is he, he, he comes out of church, and, there's, and there, there's, a, there's a car bomb. And in the movie released, like, in the final product, there's a thing that says VFX car bomb. What, <laughs> you, what you put to, like... <laughs> Before the film is finished, oh my god, they like, didn't do the editing. No, no. Not, not, nothing. That's what it's makes like, it so wonderful. What was it that uh, Frozen Two trailer back when it came out when they That's when they right. put it out? It had like the VX logo. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they left it in there with a trailer leaked on. I mean, it's 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 a whole different level of awesome. Funny wise, that I I think if they'd put if Velocipastor would have found its way into a movie theater with no COVID. We'd be looking at like a hundred twenty-five million dollar opening weekend. No way. There's, it's not possible. It Pe- would spread like wildfire, like uh. a dry fire in a a dry a fire in a dry wheat field. You know. You spread. know what we need right now? Hmm. We need jackass now. No, we, we need, could use it. We need to rate the movie you guys just reviewed. <laughs> I know we're we're, we're getting that. <laughs> so okay, so back to Inf- Infidel, Roger. I want I've, to talk I've, about Velocipastor. No, we can't. You've seen it. <laughs> Um, how so? Let's just rate this. Being as how it's not, it's Enola Holmes is the movie of the week. So Veloc- I almost said Velocipastor. Um, Infidel. Uh, you want to rate it? You want me to rate it? You can go ahead and go. I, I'm going to give Infidel a straight five five because I feel like it's. I can recommend this, and the you know Jim Jim Caviezel kicks it up a notch. It's it's better than what you think would going into it. I can't stress that enough. Is I actually thoroughly enjoyed my time with Infidel. Uh, it was my f- the showing I watched the, the the lights dimmed and the you know what few trailers were on there started at six thirty I walked out of there at eight forty five so it's it's a kind of a it's kind of a time commitment uh, it's not a super short one so I mean I thought it was fine I'll give it a five um, I'd probably recommend it for people now if you put it as hey this might be the last movie you ever watch in the current movie theater. Yeah, I don't know if that's the memory that I want to have of it, but uh, yeah, I really don't. Oh this movie was, to me, like I said, it was much better than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I appreciate it. I'll, I might watch it again at some point. Um, so yeah, there's that. It was, it was nice to be back in the movie theater. There was like eight people in my movie. Hey, congrats nice. to Infidel. So that's more the- than like any movie in the past couple weeks we've seen in the theater yeah absolutely there was because well, i was again, one though, of four it's one of those things where there's nothing else so you got to see the only movie you haven't seen i was actually talking to somebody at our work today about going to the movies 
And as they were scrolling through, I've just like seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, and then I'd seen every movie yeah. in the movie theater. And well, that, we we usually end up we usually do though. Well, I mean. but you know, you know, then it got to like Hocus Pocus, and I'm just like, ah, saw it 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, on Freeform on ABC Family. Freeform. You know, That's super strange <laughs> how that happens. But I mean, look, Hocus Pocus isn't a bad choice right now. I mean, it's Halloween time. You want to go have some silly fun, well, so, fun with well, your friends? Hold on, hold on. Let's talk about that for a second. I want to I want to go on a real dive here. So, knowing what time of year it is, and knowing what movies they put back up, Hocus Pocus, I got no problem with. Where's the re-release of Friday the 13th? Halloween. Saw. Halloween. Or any number of Halloween, right. Friday the 13th. Any, any, any franchise. You could, come on, man. You want to get people back at the movie theater? Yeah. Give them something like that. And it's not, it's not like, like those companies aren't selling the rights to the characters or like to have those come back out, well, too. Given how Halloween has had a resurgence and like a whole new movie that, you know... Put the original Halloween movie, which is the only other one that's canon right now. Mm-hmm. I, I would, th- I would honestly think that would do better than anything in the theater right now. It would crush. See that that's a movie where I'm not a big fan of going to see re-release movies. I wouldn't mind seeing the original Halloween on the mm-hmm. on the big screen. On the big screen, yeah. not not a problem with that. And actually, if you want to be clever and you want to fill up a bunch of movie theaters, if you're going to be there and have them open, you might as well run them. Put like. Five or six of the Saw movies, one, two, three, four, five, six, all down the row. You can go see whichever one you want. They all yeah. start at the same time. They're all about the same length. Who cares? You could do that. You could do it with like the Halloween movies. That's and right. All that you, and you too. could do it differently every day or every week if you wanted to. Weekend, like, hey, we, weekend stuff right. that. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, from Friday to Sunday, uh, come see all seven Saw movies yeah. or all six Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm what, Street. Yeah, yeah, whatever. There's no one that could really. Exactly. Just, yeah, any of those. Come on, people! But Hocus Pocus, <laughs> Hocus, but there's also a couple like no, you know, Hocus Pocus is a perfectly fine movie. I'm, this time I'm of not year. opposed yeah. to more yeah. family-friendly stuff too, but it's a proven fact that horror movies do good this time of year. That's why they get released this time yeah. of year. But you, you could even do like even the first Hotel Transylvania. Sure, anything oh, yeah. to get families in there would be. Give me good. Happy Death Day. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anything that yeah, I just movie theaters are missing the big. They're not doing anything. I don't know how far their efforts have gone and how much they've been rejected, but to me, I don't think they're doing everything that they can. To be the only Halloween or you know fall type movie to be re-released right now to be Hocus Pocus is kind of embarrassing, though. Yeah. Given the fact that they need things and we're going into Halloween, you got you got to pay the light bill, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not. When I was there, when did I watch? I watched this. When did I watch this? Um, I don't know. Well, so our local AMC is down to three days a week. So yeah, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No, yeah. uh, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. But it was. He and they said, came out stronger than that too. Which... Oh, I saw. I, I saw it on Sunday, yesterday because I was on vacation. And had to watch it, and he said they had twenty people all day. A Sunday, twenty people from open to close. Well, Sunday afternoons come from working from the movie theater wasn't exactly the biggest time, especially it was more fall than twenty football season. Yeah. But... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, football's just started up again. Hmm. Um, it's just it's embarrassing. I mean, they they can't possibly be making ends meet right now with twenty no. people. That's right. Friday, he said Friday and Saturday weren't much better. And it's, but, I, I mean, mean go go brave COVID for infidel. <laughs> see, I don't see this braving COVID. As long as you take all the proper precautions, the the odds are very much in your favor. Well, lots of people do though. So yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's okay, that is fair. I don't want to talk about that, but it's. I mean, I never thought this would be this big of a deal. <laughs> Christ, I never thought the COVID would be this big of a deal, but. All right, moving on to the movie of the week, one that we all watched. 
Let's talk about Enola Holmes. Yeah. I think we're going to have a spirited discussion about this movie. <laughs> a spirited debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the movie of the week. Uh, it is a Netflix original. It actually it actually has been out for a little while. Not super long, but it came out. It was released on the 23rd of September, so just a week or two ago. Directed by Harry Bradbeer and Millie Bobby Brown, uh, known from Stranger Things fame. Uh, Henry Cavill, Sam Claffin, Hella Bonham Carter. Uh, we get a the newest entry into a Sherlock Holmes story, but we don't focus on Sherlock Holmes. We focus on his sister, Enola. It's kind of a spinoff story there. But Henry Cavill, goddamn, good-looking good, good dude. <laughs> um, I actually really enjoyed Henry Cavill as Sherlock and Sam Claffin as Mycroft Holmes. All right, so we have our first discussional problem. All right. Sam Claflin completely wasted in this movie. Absolutely not necessary for him to be here. There was a time when I thought he was going to be the villain. Sorry, not really spoiler, but spoiler. I, but I don't. Historically, Sherlock's older brother has always been kind of jealous of him, and Sherlock has always been kind of jealous in a different way back. But Mycroft's never been an evil guy, so I, I didn't think that seriously was going to happen. I just thought there was a few moments where I thought they were really going to make Mycroft the villain, and they they didn't. But Otherwise, who's been Sherlock lately? Henry Cavill's been Sherlock. Comberbach has been Sherlock. For Robert Downey Jr. RDJ has been Sherlock. I feel like we're missing that's a big one. No, that's no, 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 no. There's, yeah. There's been, a, there's been. Oh, was Martin Freeman ever Sherlock in that newer like? No, he's was? he's uh, Watson. Yeah. Watson. Yeah, him and Comberbach. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. He's there's, Watson. there's been this little animated mouse guy. If you want to, count I don't that. care about that. But okay. so we've had plenty of four-way. I mean, House is Sherlock. I mean, we've had plenty of foraying into the Sherlock Holmes recently. But do we need more Sherlock Holmes? I mean, but we don't. It's not. This is not a Sherlock Holmes movie. This yes, is an Enola Holmes. Yes, movie. it's a dude. First off. That's complete fallacy, what you just said. I don't this think This is so. 100% knockoff Sherlock Holmes. And they didn't even change the name. Well, no. They just made no, it, hold on. This is they very just much made Sherlock. it his little sister. Well, fine, but I'm okay with that. But here's the thing. Now, what people are saying, and I can't escape them because the comments are everywhere. Yeah, 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 you don't need a man. Burn the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But you know what this movie reminds me of? And, and even the poster reminds me of this is Emma, the Gwyneth Paltrow movie, who had the same kind of tongue-in-cheek Turn towards the audience. What, like, like 97, 98-ish? 90, maybe 96? Turn towards the camera. Spoke to you. You know, completely breaking the fourth wall. And this has obviously got some Emma. Some This is obviously taking notes from Emma. And I don't mind that. But you guys, I think, didn't like it as much. I loved this movie. Not to backpedal on what we were talking about, but I did want to say, I think that you could have removed both Henry Cavill, Sherlock, and Mycroft. And still call, had the same movie here. You didn't have to have those two characters in this movie to make it happen. I disagree with you. How? Well, you can have anyone show up and tell her she's going to Besides super handsome Henry's Sherlock. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, mean, I mean that seriously. Yeah, you could, he doesn't you, do anything you could insert, in this movie. You can insert X, X character, shows no. up and tells her you have to go, you you see, have to the, go to boarding school. But the school. thing is, he's... The thing is, Sherlock doesn't do much, but he's got presence while he's there, and that much I appreciated. He's. I feel like this movie could have been 15 minutes shorter without if that. It, if they couldn't get Cavill, which who knows how that conversation went. Maybe if that was their plan, if they couldn't get Henry Cavill, and they said, okay, we'll, 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 make, we'll, we'll bring him in as no one in the end just I to make sure his baby sister's okay. I want a million more budget for each episode of The Witcher if I go do your stupid Enola Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean... 
I'm sure that the conversation, the movie would have been different had they not been able to get Henry Cavill. Who knows? Maybe Sam Claflin would have stepped in. Although he doesn't have the same kind of... Here's the thing, though. Again, though you don't need Sherlock and Mycroft, though. You just well, need a character to push her down the road the, of wanting to the leave. Only, the thing with that is, if they didn't have Henry Cavill... You could have had Sam Claflin as a perfectly capable Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes right. and then some bum-ass being Mycroft. <laughs> as what you said, we have her adventure looking for her mother, and then in the end, Sherlock steps in, who played by whoever, to check on his baby sister. Could have been done. It could have even been done by... It could have, it could have even been like a tongue-in-cheek or like kind of, kind of a wink-wink-nod-nod. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like All you see is the back of the character, and then like she walks in, and then like it just cuts because they have a conversation or something. You know, something little. Like, she could walk in a bit, Sherlock. But know? I disagree. I think you needed him. In, I think he was in the movie you think where you he needed, needed him? I, to, to do her arc, I think you had to have him as much as you did. To do anything to make this movie better, you need a better movie. <laughs> I disagree, guys. See, I, think this is, I think this is much better than you guys are giving it credit well, for. Well, I'm yeah. going to tell you why it's not okay, good. Okay, okay. And I, I'm going to be real serious for a second. This movie is everything we hated about Mulan. It's exactly, oh, it was your woman, you could never do this, and then you got to go out and show them that you can do it, okay? We've seen this stuff before. There's nothing clever here. It's all trope, legitimately. Every single thing you see coming nine miles away, okay? Everything. There's, I... no, there's, not, a twi- dude, there's not a twist in this movie. There is... But that, is that necessarily... Yes. We, we hold that accountable hold for a lot of films. Is this a mystery? I was going to say, and, and, and invest- it's a mystery. It's a mystery as in she's solving a mystery. Yeah, exactly. But it's not a mystery to you as seeing no. the story beats coming. Why? Why do I have to But know? it's not, I don't think it's written to be that way. Of course it is. Hold on, hold on. It's supposed to be a Sherlock Holmes movie, Hold on, dude. what is it supposed to be written as then? I'm just curious on what... Uh, a tongue-in-cheek tongue take on yeah. spin on Sherlock Holmes, but it's his younger... Like, that's what I'm saying is, I seriously think it's a tongue-in-cheek spin on Sherlock Holmes, but it's his younger sister. Or all I just said is that category. Like... That's, well, I mean, that's, that's a very narrow category. Very niche, I understand. <laughs> someone's like, you know what? Someone's I've always wanting to make a Sherlock-like story with his baby sister. Like, I mean, I understand <laughs> okay, that it okay. sounds weird as, as a... But... As long as you can define it as well, such. I so, think to me, important. I think it worked. And and because of Millie Bobby Brown, I think she is a she's, huge... Here's the thing. She's great, fine. She's a huge pro in this column. This movie just isn't very good to me. And because it's not clever, and you keep saying tongue-in-cheek, shit, it ain't funny. What's really funny in this movie? Well, her addressing the audience. Okay, so she breaks the fourth wall all the Here's time. The thing. She does. And I think that's. I think. I think for the most part, it's it's good. There are a few points I'm almost like, okay, stop doing that Dude, so much. Exactly. That's, that's, that's a it's, problem. It's eye rolly. If she does it four times during the movie, cool. Great. But she does, she it. does it every five minutes. Well, I, I'm the, I think she does it more than four, but it's definitely less than ten. I got tired of all yeah. the, of all the of all the literal winking. <laughs> yeah, the like screen that. winks. Yeah, no, Got I, really I totally understand that. Yeah. I totally understand your objection to that. I even had an objection to that. And okay. so, to me, so a fair objection. So, that's okay. And and going back to what you said about Henry Cavill and Sam Claflin being Sherlock and Mycroft, there's two. This movie is very close to having two different movies placed together. Yes, one is the adventure of her looking for her mother. The other is. Her going off on this adventure, trying to prove that she's a girl and she can do it, and her brother's following her. Exactly. They're two different yeah, here's movies the thing. here. There's a third movie there too. There's that third movie of the of, of the whole of the whole love oh, story that happens that, too. That's part no, of it. But, but it, it overtakes so much of the movie what's when, his, when I wanted to know what happened to no, Mom. Tewksbury, greatest name ever. I'd have, I'd have been so Lord much more entertained Tewksbury. if this movie never stopped being about finding Mom. See, but there's. It would have been different, and on the same a parallel, 
I would have preferred it had a more narrow story. I agree with you. I do. But the way it came out, I was very happy with it. And I'll tell you yeah, why. All right, all right. Because maybe if Sam Claflin had been Sherlock, I'd be more upset with it. But he has proven his mettle. Even though I don't like Sam, even I don't like I don't like Henry Cavill. I'm very disappointed in him right now. He has proven his mettle time and time again. He's 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 a good actor. Why are you very what disappointed? Henry Cavill do to you? <laughs> you bearing the lead here, man. Why are you very disappointed? Like, I, I got dude. I got to know what you're talking about here. Well, because I I. Is it because he looks so damn good? It's because he's handsome. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm always jealous of that. And apparently, he's very smart. <laughs> well, no, that that all that aside. And he's a PC gamer. Oh my goodness! It's all that aside, I will tall? say. Oh, would you would you stop? Is he, tall? <laughs> he is a he is a hulking like six five or something. He's a he's a massive man. Um, I don't like how he's handled the Superman. I don't like how he stepped away from Superman. I I, I disagree okay. with that completely. I mean, I but think I mean, it's hilarious when he's like, "I'm not coming back for your stupid Justice League reboot." It, well, no, he did though. But he, he he came back for the reshoots. But I would if he comes back as Superman, he'll re earn my respect. But anyway, that's. I don't like people who get off a sinking ship when you're literally making millions off that sinking ship. I don't. That's I, I the can't best stand time you. to get off this ship. But not when you're. I ain't gonna when die. You're already, I ain't gonna die for this. Not when you've already been that character for three movies. I can't. I just can't with that. But okay. So back to the. I've been thinking about this quite a bit, and I actually really enjoyed the dichotomy between Sherlock and Mycroft, and I think Henry and Sam did it very well. As younger brother, as older brother, they have their differences. You understand who they are as men, what they what they lack, and then what they find in the other person is what they're lacking. I get that. I liked it. Now you may not like it. It may it may have been to you wasted screen time, which is very. That's a very. It's a very good argument to bring up. I'll give you that much. Um, I liked. I another thing I didn't like is how serious it. The movie is a very upbeat. It's almost like an Indiana Jones movie. It's meant to be taken as a B movie, not meant to be taken super seriously. But oh, the, the hero's never in danger. But there are times when she's being drowned and she's being held at gunpoint. When the, the movie gets drastically more serious, and that tonally kind of doesn't make sense. And I'll give you that one. Um, a movie that changes tones doesn't know what it is as far as like, is it a f- upbeat adventure or is it a thriller? Like it kind of intercedes at points. And like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Take negative points for that. I mean, I'm 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 telling you what I would do. Yeah, I got you. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll I'm this please view this as the appropriate time to respond to what I've said. <laughs> well, so like I mean, you've already talked about all these things that you that you have to you feel like you have to give ground to. So underneath all of that, you know, where you've already admitted there's ground that has to be given to this in a negative context. You know, are the positives going to push that far in? Because, like, because again, there's there's things that just pull you away from what this movie, what you feel like this movie is going to be. It starts one way and then becomes a whole other movie, and then as it all carries on, it's like, like I want to like you got to get these things to resolve, make sense, and feel good. And I just don't think they accomplish all of that very well. I'm saying all this, I didn't hate this movie, but I just I hated what they did with this. This this felt like a Netflix movie, and I don't like it when that happens. See, to me, it was it felt like a theatrical, quite the opposite of what you said, a theatrical release, and it just, I just, I got that vibe from it. it uh, they could have put it in theaters in a world without COVID, and they'd have been fine. You feel well, okay. Put it, being able to put it out in theaters is different than it feeling like a Netflix movie. See, though. this didn't feel like a Netflix movie to me at all. Actually, really? it most just, Netflix movies. You want to know why it felt like a Netflix movie? No, I'm telling you, it didn't for no, me. No, no. You want to know why it does? Because it's too long again. Like Netflix does. This movie is two hours and three minutes. It, it is lengthy. Again, I, again, I think I think the Mycroft Sherlock thing. I think if you just make that a more simpler, a simpler 
part of the movie. You, you say 15 minutes, which I think does do this movie some good. Well, for example, we just talked about one recently, The, the, the Devil All the Time, that I could have absolutely seen first as a theatrical, second as a Netflix. Yeah. Um, I definitely could see that. But there are movies like we Robert, Roger, we referenced earlier, Triple Frontier, which mm-hmm. is, to me, absolutely a Netflix movie. See, the, see, Triple Frontier didn't feel like a Netflix movie, though. See, I don't know where, where I'm getting different vibes. <laughs> it's just an yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, I which get is you. fine. But, but, I mean, all these movies we've mentioned, I can see in the theater, and I yeah. wouldn't have a problem with it. It's just some vibes you get. I mean, Mudbound, like Highwaymen, I could have seen in the theater, and oh they would have been. Oh, God, Highwaymen would have been so oh, long. it would have been. It would have been three hours, every yeah. bit of three hours. Mm-hmm. So would Devil All the Time, though. It would have been every <laughs> three hours. Um, so, so, like, when you're watching this movie, though, and, like, they're, they're taking all these turns and changing sure, sure, things sure. up and stuff, do you feel like that's a that, that's a clever move by them, or is that something that hurts the flow of the See, movie? See, I, I never thought any... I don't think hardly any of this movie is clever, which I think is a negative thing. And I'm not trying to knock because I... I don't think this movie is very good personally. I think you guys are getting that vibe. Mm-hmm. But because it's never clever, nothing's ever shocking. Like, this is Sherlock Holmes. And listen, we've gotten some of the best portrayals of Sherlock Holmes recently than we've ever gotten. If you ever watch the BBC series Sherlock Holmes with Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, it's, it's spectacular. It, it is okay. Fantastic. It is smart. It is shot beautifully. It is very well written. This, this is a sad joke of what a movie could have been. And because it's not it's not clever. It leads it to be what's not clever. It's supposed to be funny. It's not funny. See, either. I think it. I. Th- I don't think it's ever. F- I think it's funny maybe a time or two, but I think well, the clever factor is well, huge. Let me ask one. you a question. Sure. I'll ask both of you guys this: Who's this movie made for? What's the demo for this movie? Because I know what the demo is. Fourteen to twenty-two year old girls. Tween girls. Definitely the same. Well, th- this was aimed at younger females. Like the well, Emma was aimed at younger females. Not it was not aimed at any male category whatsoever. Okay. But I mean that's the same. This one. But I have a hard time thinking that they've reached their audience. In this movie, who in this who movie? else does it speak to? It's even got. But the, I don't. But I don't see. It's so even got the. Ba- it's got the baby face love story. But in you it. say tweens to how old girls? It's about twenty two. I don't. I would say of all the demographics, twelve to twenty. I would say of all the demographics, they've watched this the least on Netflix. I would imagine they most no, girls don't even know this exists. They, they, this is young kids are eating this stuff up for real. I don't because maybe here's the thing. Mm. I will never recommend this movie for an adult to watch, and I mean that after watching the whole movie. See, I would. They, there is no reason for me to look at somebody who's my age and be like, "Hey, you should check out that Nola Holmes movie well, on okay. Netflix." I, I there's no reason to. I'll see your I'll see your argument and I'll counter argument of. Helena Bonham Carter, Henry Cavill. Also wasted. I don't think she's wasted. I just don't think we had enough time with her. Okay, so that's wasted. I don't, but like, if they set her up for a sequel, which they've obviously done, they want to take this into more films. Sure. I mean... Because they definitely do that. Be, do look, they? Yes. yes. I, I mean, there's a... Look, they, there's there a, is one yeah. thing clear. They think they got something going on here. I think that... I would think they, they do. I would... Ooh. So, I, I would have thought that, that would have better suited to kind of like, maybe like kind of... I don't want to say connected universe because it's stupid for this, but like you know, at that point having Cavill and this guy like, kind of spoon fed a little bit makes sense because then like you have this whole movie that runs its course and oh, no, doesn't no. do all these things. Here's the thing, and then you have a piece I, of this. Here, I can already tell you what the second movie is. I no, seriously, she's got to find Sherlock. Something's gonna happen to him. Hundred percent. So it's gonna be like taken. That's your second movie. It's it, it's so laid out there. It's a hundred percent what it'll be when it happens. Mm. It's well, you see, too easy. I don't for them think Helena Bottom Carter was wasted. I think it was 
probably something they should have rethought. Although I don't think she as in that role is wasted. She's she's spectacular. Did you want to see what happened with her though? Like yes, that story? of course we did. Yes, I did. You know, that's the good part that's of the story. What I that's what we'll get more of in the sequel. But we'll get a backstory. We'll, we'll get what actually well, happened. Her, her there. thing's done. Yeah, I don't think her thing's done. She's done. Um, she said it in the movie. She said it. Well, she says it. Maybe. Oh yeah. So but we, depending so on the reception of this, she's not done. When we get to Nola Holmes too, inevitably, mom ain't gonna be there. But for five minutes. Guaranteed. Yeah. Maybe, she's maybe. Done. Fine, she could be Go done. Go find That's your fine. brother, honey. Pat on the back. She's gone. And well, you see, see we had some, only going to be in a flash. But we had some really. <laughs> see, I don't. Well, that's that's fine. I mean, this the the same way that, that can't be fine. The same way that Liam Neeson was in the third Batman film and flashbacks and sure. like ghost scenes. No, I, but, I get it. But like it's. But I mean, one of these is Enola Holmes, or one of these. But is the the, Batman some of the guys. those those moments with. Enola and her mother are some of the best in the movie. You're right, which is why I felt invested to see that movie, and that I didn't get to see that movie. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll grant you that this is... They probably should have focused more on Enola looking for well, her so mother. So here's the thing. The movie but then you have to change the name, because the, then everyone's wondering, where's Sherlock? The movie it starts out as... I'm okay with it being her being the sister of Sherlock. You just don't put fucking Sherlock in the movie. Well, see, that, that's, but, the, that's the other thing, too. Like, I have no problem with her being Sherlock's little sister. Yeah, that's Do fine. we need Sherlock? I mean, besides... If she's not Sherlock's little sister, <clears throat> then just call it something else. Well, no, she no, can be she Sherlock's, can be little, Sherlock's sister, little sister. But you don't have to have Sherlock as but Henry Cavill you, or somebody like that. But then you need Sherlock. No, you, no, you don't. don't. But then you, but everyone's wondering, where's Sherlock? No one cares. I, dis, I would care. Those little girls that are watching this movie just want to see this girl well, in the movie. Yeah, but okay, so... That's something that I know, Roger, you're going to be, and you might actually have me stop this in a minute, but we should definitely discuss that of, 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 of the whole, even Sam, one of Sam Claffin's lines is when she said, I don't need a man, he immediately says, as sitting on the couch, that's something we have to educate out of you. <laughs> Give well, me a second. so this is, this is that, that whole, this is that whole, you know, I don't you're, need a, man. you're a woman, you can't do it. This sort of thing. I mean, we just went through this for another movie. But Mulan wasn't. Mulan had a whole host of problems before it got to those. Well, you, you, you could name Disney movies that have this issue. With this yeah, movie, well, there, you know there's I mean? a lot. You know, I it, mean, it, they it, actually it, make fun of it in the second wreck at Ralph. Remember, like, yes, yeah. <laughs> do you have to be saved by a big handsome man? <laughs> <laughs> First off, that scene's hilarious. Yes. It is. So I want to go back for a second. So like, this movie is best when it's being clever. Because it ha- it starts out that way, I think it does. When it starts out with with Anola and her mother, and discovering the whole Scrabble thing, she gets her clue box. I was intrigued and ready to go. That was interesting to me. The cipher and the you know she sure wanted to add the cipher, that kind of thing. I wanted to see that movie play out. That was when this was see, good. You wanted more uh, National Treasure type stuff. I wanted. More Sherlock type stuff. Well, but he's in the movie. You're arguing no, 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 for no, 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 you're no. missing the point. You're oh, not. you want him? You want her to solve all the riddles? I want. Yes. I want, the, I want she's that not the one movie. who does it. That's the point. Is she's one step ahead of him, which makes which makes his appearance in this film, I think, really show you what she can do because well, she's she's not one step ahead. She's of him. always one step ahead of him. No, she's not. She but, figures it out before he does. Well, the whole the whole thing is too is even if because uh, I know what Grayson's going to say, so I kind of agree with him here. So she is one step ahead of him. So second question, yeah. Second question is, why is he here then? If she's smarter than him, why do we need him? Because for the, you've got to have a link in the world, and the link is Sherlock. We all, everyone alive knows who Sherlock Holmes is. Sure, everyone. You couldn't just be his his fake made up little sister, because this ain't canon, bro. (laughs) No, but he's, I, 
the argument comes down to should or shouldn't they have included Sherlock and Mycroft? And I'm arguing yes, you guys are arguing no. No, listen, I have no problem with them including them in some small capacity. Do they need to be in this film nearly as much as they are? And does it actually benefit for the film for them to be in it as much as they are? I don't think so. Because the, what one thing they really play up is the family dynamic. Sure. And well, in order they, for that to play it you up, you could have just had the family dynamic between mom and daughter. They play up. They play up the lack of family dynamic, except for mom and daughter. They play up the fact that like that Sherlock and Onola have never really connected. She said, "You guys finally connected." She says that line in the movie. You know well, what I mean? But, I mean, look, I just think that having the brothers is better than not having the brothers. I'm okay I think with, you have a better movie with the brothers. Again, I'm okay with the brothers being there. But I, I said at the very beginning of this discussion, you could just have Sherlock looking out a window, never see his face, and just know that he's present and know that he has an impact on this girl. That's a possibility. I, I'm saying my argument is this movie is better if it's just the movie it starts out as. Because that's when the movie I felt like it was strongest. There's at least two, probably three different movies happening in this movie. I, and well, I'll, I'll give you that. With all that being said, I like this movie. I did enjoy watching it. I just feel like there was such a... A so much better movie here than what we got because of all the things they tried to do with it instead of just letting it be the movie that I think it should have been. I think the lead was fantastic, just like you said. I think she's great. It took me a while to figure out where she was from. She's it seems fine. She is. Yeah. She is. She she's acts... better than fine. She's she's pretty stellar. In this yeah, movie. and like and and the her love her love interest, or whatever. Tewksbury. He, he does good. He's fine. He's but like emotionally, the, thing is, emo- the emotional scenes that he does, he does, he did really well. But you know what that made me think of is, and I don't know why this random movie popped in my head, but it made me think of the first Pirates, Will and Elizabeth. You know, they both pretend like they're not in love with each other, but they very much are. He never once pretends like he's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sure. That's <laughs> but, like, she, she very, yeah, she very much fights against it, wanting to be in the pirates, the sw- swashbuckling pirate, yeah. her own self, her own identity. But, you know, like, that's very... I so That's what I love is the whole, like, you know, young couple and, like, out in the world. But, like, again, I think your problem comes with the fact that the way it's presented, the film as it starts and the way it's presented, is she's never really in danger, so you don't need Sherlock. Because she's never in, except she is in danger. Yeah, but she literally has her held, her head being held underwater. Yeah, but yeah, but, <laughs> but nobody saves her. But there's no suspense that's there. True. Well, and there's then, no suspense because you know she cannot die. Well, yeah, because that's because of those movies. But that's just a problem Wait, of modern film. I mean, is yeah. Nola Holmes unkillable? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I is think she, she might. She's a witch. We need, we, <laughs> we need her for Thanos. Is what we need. Um. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I think we're just on different wavelengths. Well, here. I, and that's okay. You know, I think it's three different perspectives, which is important for this because this movie is does hit a wide range of things that you know could resonate with people or could not resonate with people. So it's not a bad thing that we're you know a little bit off on like you know what we think of the movie. It doesn't have to be an ingredient. But I don't know this movie. Like I said, I, there are things I like about it. It well, um, one of the issues I have though is like you know the twist villain quote unquote. Everyone saw not it. Not right? a twist. You saw that, right, Grayson? Not a twist. It's not a twist. I wouldn't say it's a twist at all. But it, but they want it to be. That's why I, it's at did night. Did they want it to be a twist? That's why it's at night in that dark ass castle. Come on, man. <laughs> you know they want you. They oh, want well, you to like, with the way with the way that she's with the way you hear the cane tapping before you see the person. Even yes, leading up to you, like like they spoon feed you. That first it's, of all, that, that woman's creepy as af to begin with. You're right. So let's just you know, let's yeah, just go you're there, right. But. Um, well, well, let's talk about, I think, another important part of this film is Fiona Shaw. She's Miss Harrison, the leader of the girls' school. Mm-hmm. And I think she... The reason I we we have Henry Cavill, that we have Fiona Shaw, who plays Miss Harrison, the reason we... And Sam Claflin, the reason we have... I think they've already started shooting a second one. Or, or the script's being written 
Or it definitely exists in some capacity, and they pay these people for two or three moves. Yeah, but what already. happens? Like, do these side characters come back as just like tropes of themselves for a little bit? And ha! Well, you see, I don't again. see. I think, see what feel. See, there's 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 depth you got to go here because Miss Harrison represents like the society of what Enola has should be is like that finishing school and girls are proper and they're at home in the bedroom in the kitchen and they're completely subservient to the man and they do their part to help the family. But, like, she represents that whole thing, of course. We're, we're, I mean, Enola is rebelling completely against that. Now, did they have to go to the lengths to cast that person and to put in the finishing school? You'd have to change the script to know for sure. But, I, to me, it's necessary. And to you, it may not have been, which is fine. I just I just don't see how that plays out in movie two, if, if, if we're talking about, like, that being the reason why it's all, all cast. Because, again, are you just going to bring these characters back for their same tropes? Well, what worries me about movie two is it's... Is it's pretty much Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're because because Sherlock Holmes was never about that. True. Victorian England was never about that kind of thing. Which, so, which again, that whole underground society of what Mom's doing is interesting. See, that's actually cool. You know, yeah, that's interesting because who are all these other women? You had so many stories you could play off of there too. Oh, we didn't even talk about the the woman who who uh, kind of see, kind of rescues her in that situation, teaches her like a little bit of martial yeah. arts. Like she's a strong character, like. All these women are very strong characters, and, and again, that's always a good thing. I think. Well, I think that once again, more interesting story makes more sense, and it it keep, it, it's, it hits your target audience. I got you. That's that's fair. I didn't like this. This movie did did the cheap thing where like, you know how like how like their speed their their speed they're spoon feeding you clues, like as like you're seeing flashbacks of hers. At one point, the mother comes up to the door where the meeting. She shuts it on her. She winks at her, right? And then the next time they show that point, because like she notices like the the purple ribbon. Are you talking about, like, flashbacks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the flashback before, because I rewound it, there's no purple ribbon. They insert it as she's remembering it and not letting of you course, go like, yeah, it, yeah. well, I'd rather me miss it and then be able to go back and go, oh, what's that the whole time? Catch it on the backside. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, that's kind of cool like, for, like, a rewatch value. Like, oh, man, this was all here the whole I love, time. Hold on, I hold see on. It. I love that you assume that there's rewatchability Because <laughs> there's not. <laughs> to me, there is. To me, the rewatchability is enormous. But I get you. I here's get you. the... I love the, the the pine cone dog thing, the like the pet she had Dash. as a kid. I like that he didn't, yeah. I like that he didn't take it. Well, but that's again, that's the brilliance of the ending is he doesn't take it. He he was fooled himself. He was he was beaten. Well, I mean, he even said you know that that, that she's going to show up. Like he knew it. He knew that the that what he did was going to make her show up, even though you know it wasn't what she but wanted. But something to what I want, something I think the movie should have ended was twenty minutes earlier. When so they're in the big court courtyard. Mm-hmm. Mycroft just goes about his business because he's never really had it. He just underrates his estimates his sister all the time. It doesn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. But I surely expected after he put the pine cone down and walked walked past her as she's sitting yeah, there. Something like that. I totally expected him to turn around, acknowledge her, but then tell Mycroft he didn't see her. Mycroft. I something. totally expected that. I I, I kind of thought with that scene because this this would have been clever of the movie for him to pick up the pine cone, start walking out, following Mycroft, and then dropping it to her as he walked out. Yes, you know or even I mean? pick up a paper and then like com- say something or wink yeah. at him, like completely acknowledging that, that he knows, but like because he's Mycroft fucking Sherlock Holmes, maybe. Yeah. Like, like, well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like he's the greatest detective. Ever <laughs> but that, that's what I'm. He's being outsmarted by his 14 year old. That's what I don't. That's why I don't. 22-year-old sister. This is going to sound really dumb of me, but that's what I don't like because it doesn't... 
How old is she supposed to be? 16? She's 22. No, she's not yet 20. She's like 16 or 14. She's she's only like 16 and she says that she's 22 and widowed. She's 20. I think she's in her... I think she's 20. No, she's not. No, someone says they're looking for for a girl not yet 20. Mm, She's definitely like 16, 17. Um, and she keeps telling everybody that she's a 22-year-old widow. Yeah. Right, maybe that's what I think would have been the most clever thing, because Sherlock Holmes is the greatest detective ever lived, because we all know him through literary fame, because he is a mastermind, literally the original mastermind, not a mastermind, but a mastermind, I really think that little wink we just talked, that little nod, would have said, no, 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 girl, you won because I let you win. But, I mean, it's the girl part that I think people are after what I just said, but that could lead into, as she gets older into the... Next movie or the two movies that follow is we see this d- 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 dynamic shift in who's actually ahead of who, or even like even like a like a friendly rivalry thing that could. That I could agree, come but like, so do we get a sequel to this? Let, let me ask you that: Is there a sequel to this? I Oof. think, I think Oof. because of the, I think because if we got a sequel to fucking Kissing Booth, we can get a sequel to hold anything on. they hold make. On. Hold on. There was no need for a sequel to Kissing Booth. Oh, I know, I know. oh, trust me, I know. There's no need for any Transformers sequel. Well, they I, just keep making But them. because they make money. Everything is money. Thank you. Well, money, you know, Thank this... Thank you. Enola Holmes did wonderfully as, as for reception. Sure. It's doing... Critics are loving it. Everyone is talking very highly of it. It's critic bait. But point Hard. is, there's definitely going to be a sequel... Millie Bobby Brown, I agree with you. Henry Cavill, Sam Claflin are all in other Netflix that they're definitely going to make a sequel to this. They've already paid them for it. I promise you this. Or at least worked it into their contract that says if we do a second one, you get this, this, this much. Maybe, yeah. Sure. And of course, you know, the true sequel is they've already got these sets. They have historic sites that use the sets all the time I over mean, there. So. I think we get another one. Okay. Yeah, because, because, because it's Netflix. So it's critically acclaimed. Who cares? You know what else is critically acclaimed? Booksmart. That's true. That's, yeah, I hated that one. So that's an oof. Well, that's that's what I want you to think about for a second. To me, there is no reason for an adult man my age to watch this movie at all. Okay, it doesn't appeal to anything. It's not smart. It's not funny. There's no reason for me to recommend it to anybody. Okay, listen, you got little kids that want to watch this movie? Cool, no problem. Totally okay. Well, I fine. I get but, that. But hold on. There's a reason I'm, I'm going down a path here. If I have to ask to rate this movie or to tell somebody else if I'd want it, zero percent chance I would tell if we weren't doing a movie podcast, I'd see either one of you two we talk about movies, I'd tell you to go watch Nola Holmes. Zero percent chance. And tell me, tell me if you would recommend it to me if we didn't have a podcast. Of course I would. No you wouldn't. If no, you would not. You would not tell me, a nearly forty-year-old man, that I need to watch a Nolan Holmes okay, on fine, Netflix. Fine, but you're you're talking about if we don't have a podcast, I still know you from working at the movie theater. Sure. You're still a smart guy who I sparred with. Um, for we 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 had we had because good sparring of that, debates. You would never tell me to watch this. Movie. I would so no, tell you, you to watch it. No, you would. I not. recommend this movie to everyone I talk to. That's terrible. And Nolan Holmes is better than what you're giving it, man. It's not though. It's That's not. the thing. And if you're gonna say because it's critical bait. Oh, that's, I don't care about. Complete no, I don't care about it being critical bait. I don't care about it being critical bait. I care about it's a movie that that I thought was supremely clever and that I loved. But it's not clever. Well, to to to, to you, it's not. It's <laughs> point funny. of a debate. To point of a debate. Um. So let's okay. Let's let us I'm curious. How are you gonna rate this? Three straight up. Okay. Three. What about you, Chris? <laughs> that I thought you were gonna give Roger. Yeah, I, I kind of thought you were giving one or two. But what about you, Chris? So, as I said before, I, I think, so the movie was cute. You know what I mean? It wasn't what I wanted it to be, 
I know what they're going for. There is good actors in here, and maybe that's a saving grace. Mycroft's scene with her in the carriage, he, he that that's that's the most powerful scene in the movie. Is that is the most powerful performance in that movie? Is is when he screams at her in that in in that carriage? Well, it's very emotional. It is. That's what I mean. And when we go back to that a couple times in, in her mind flashbacks yeah. too. So, what do I rate this? It's okay if you want to give a low. I don't. I, I'm, I'm, well, no, because because I can think of people I'd recommend this to. I I can, you know, it's the list is small. <laughs> I mean, and I did enjoy watching the movie. It was long though. Okay. It's gonna be a five five. Okay. It's just it's just above average, for me. I just the problems are high for me, but I think the movie is watchable for people for the right audience for this. Okay. For its demographic, it lands. Okay. So five five. You're looking at me now. I mean, you're the only one left. I'm gonna award this movie an eight. Oh. This is the Whoa. second movie very recently that we completely disagree on. So. I want I want you to think about what you've rated this higher than. Joker. Jo- oh, Joker's Joker is my seven all no, the way no, across the board. No, unplug your microphone because you're done for the rest. No, of the that's, not, <laughs> that's embarrassing. This is a debate. That is embarrassing. I think this movie's better than you're giving it credit for. Is it better than Joker? It's unplug a- your microphone. I didn't say it was. Yes, you just did. One hundred percent. Just told me that <laughs> verbatim because the seven is lower than an eight. I did not like the Joker as much as most people did. I had big problems with it. <sighs> I mean, you gave Eurovision a 7.5. Better than the Joker. Yes. But again, it's the scale that's different. No. The scale can never be different. <laughs> I don't Why like do it. we continue I don't to like have this? And a numerical, numerical scale between 0 and 10, it never oh, shifts. Fine, it never shifts. But... Well, we're very varied on this. We, we, we obviously agree on that. I just... That's man. another Netflix movie, too, that Eurovision is... is, is... So trash. <laughs> I dis man. I thought that movie was very. I was good. the lowest rated on Eurovision, though. I mean, Yaya Ding Dong. And no one might show up to be a, a you know a black mark on my on my scale. You know, but if I don't you think it told is. me a six or six point five, I wouldn't have said anything. But you gave it an eight. That's embarrassing to me. I don't stop. Why do you do that? Why do I do what? I think it's fair. I think. Listen, I, well, you can rate the movie whatever you want. You just can't rate it higher than things like The Joker and expect <laughs> for me not to shit on you. Well, before. fine, but. Fine, I get you. Fine, fine, fine. But I mean, that's just how I feel. I mean, we'll see how things shake out. Eight, in, huh? You know, if I watch it a month from now, two months from now, and I'm like, ooh, man, what was yeah, I thinking? Yeah, I, I, I almost hold I, on. I could go higher. You know, when what I, mean? I bring this up during I'll, our Oscar conversation, I'll be like, well, Holmes didn't get nominated. It's a goddamn shame. I tell you what, great. I say that twenty years from now. <laughs> I challenge you to rewatch this movie in a month. I'll rewatch right. it too. All right, that, that's fair. That's I'll fair. rewatch it. I will not. No, no listen. We need, you, we need, you, to, hold, we need you to hold down that anchor for us. Got it. We need that refusal anchor. That's fine. That's fine. We can redo it in a month, and I'll, we'll see. We'll revisit this in a month. I'll rewatch. How this. about we'll revisit the the second show in November? We'll you and I will have a five minute conversation about that's revisiting fine. Enola Holmes, and we'll see if we feel the same right, way we do now. That, that's that's fair. That's fair. Right. I have a feeling I will. Just let you know. I I, that's I fine. I just I gotta hear it for myself because. Um, I love the Gwyneth Paltrow Emma, and that might be what's feeding into this, but I thought okay. that movie was ten years ahead of its time. I get you. If not more. I just, I, uh, so much fourth wall breaking. So many winks at the screen. And it, it like you said, it became eye-rolly at, at a point. Something with that many negatives, man. It's just, it's, it's hard. You know, I was surprised I was able to give it the 5-5 five, five I did, but I, I just, I know I could recommend this to some people. Because what it, else did you rate an 8 lately? <laughs> <laughs> Little Women was a 9.5, and that's only a point and a half lower. I mean, Little Women was a fucking masterpiece. 
Yeah, so. I gave it a ten. Someone here didn't. Which, which one was it? <laughs> a little women last year. Oh god, yeah. Little women was it? Hundred percent a ten. Yeah, that was. Yeah, Grace that was, was like, good. it's like a nine point five. I was like, you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next week, I didn't make the same mistake. I'm like, was it um four v four? Ferrari ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I've rewatched recently, and I would oh. probably lower that to a nine. Well, t- well, still like, like four v Ferrari is good. It is good. You man. put it one point away from from Alona from Alona Holmes. No, I I gave Alona. it a ten. I, I gave it a ten. You said you just said that that you would probably we, give it a if nine I was re- if we were having our conversation rerating it I'd probably give it a nine but my one, official rating is still a ten one scaling point away though <laughs> from Enola Holmes starting with you're right in in my mind the scale bounces Roger you're right so starting next week nope starting episode two hundred one the scale is gonna be is gonna be the scale so the Joker is the seven for me so I got to keep that in mind okay you know that's um, fair. As big a unit to, um, to Ford, make that Ford, Ford, v, Ford v Ferrari, Little Women are the tens, um, at least for ones that I can remember. That like I'm like, yeah, yeah. the movies are fantastic. What's your zeros? I want to hear these. I don't think how I had a zero, Roger. I always give it at least a one. I I have one zero. You know what movie you rated an eight? What? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Just because I remember, seventy five hundred, with JGL. Yeah. Do you think Enola Holmes is as good as that movie? Did he give? Um, I really do. What did, did I give? Um, did he get the Bass of Night? What, no, I give, I feel like I gave that a nine or a ten. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I gave it an eight. eight. Damn it! Oh well. I, okay, fine. Still, what? but no, I, I just want you to think like this is why I'm so flabbergasted by this eight because we've seen some good stuff and you're just like that's ah, an eight and I'll be like that's a good score for that. And you're like a Nola Holmes eight. I was like oh my god. <laughs> I can't wrap my mind around that. That's fine. That's fine. But I mean, so you have no zeros yet. I don't think that I do. Okay. I can go back and check the log. I have I one. I have one zero. I can't remember what it I was. I know though. what his zero is. I was mad. I'll oh, never forget his. I was zero. the first person to ever have a zero. I had um, Artemis Fowl was my zero. Uh, oh, was that was. I don't, I don't think Artemis Fowl anybody rated above a three anyway. Maybe. So. Maybe. But I was. I just remember I was fucking done with that. That may have been a one for me. I th- I'll, I'll go back and check Fowl's... my. I have a log. I'll go back and check my Wait, log. I, somebody asked me about that not too long ago because there's there's something going on right now with Disney Plus about uh, there's an article I just read. About why do Disney Plus's original movies seem to all be so terrible? And Artemis Fowl is like the prime example of it's yeah. just a dumpster fire. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> all right. <laughs> that was a good talk, yeah, though. But, I liked it. But this this feeds into my just this feeds into my really depressed that the movies are going away. I'm I'm like a film purist. I just movies move me. Movies are like being in love to me. So like I mean in that scale I just I guess. I love them. Like, I gave Infidel higher than I normally probably would have had I not seen it in the theater. It would have been. So I, thought, I thought Infidel was fine. It was a fine movie. Well, and I gave it a five. The cool five. thing about uh, that is it surprised me. It was better than I thought it was going to be. So that's that matters to me sometimes. Yeah. Because when I see something, I'm just like, "This is probably going to be bad." To be happily surprised to give something like a six or a five point five, I'm totally dude. Yeah. That makes me so happy. You, mean, of, you, you think you're walking into a, a three and give it yeah, a five five? Or you know, it's a lot. Better to be feel it that way than walking out of something. You're like, hey, this is gonna be really good, and then it's like five garbage. Yeah. You know, like that's the gods of Egypt or whatever. That movie's. Bad. What'd you give Palm Springs? I probably gave that a nine or a ten. I think we gave that. A I gave eight. that a ten. I gave it a ten. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, and tens, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I gave it a ten. Like when, when whenever I hear Palm Springs, first thing that pops in my head is best movie of 2020. That's like, the num- That's the movie you should be telling people about every day. No, of course I do. Palm Springs is fantastic. The conversation is, do you have Hulu? You need to watch Palm Springs. Yeah. Like, there's no... I told people to get the free trial to watch Palm Springs. Well, here's the thing. is like, here's what gets me. is like, I don't understand certain people. I don't understand when so someone... Roger think about you sometimes. There's a cinephile. <laughs> I know one cinephile that has not... 
Will, will not watch Palm Springs. I, I, I Refuses. Know, I know what movie. Know what movie you gave an eight to? What is that? The Gentleman, with McConaughey. I put that on the same level. Eight and eight. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Roger, Roger looks physically. Well, paid. the Gentleman was one of the movies that was I was pleasantly surprised with. Yeah. I was I loved that movie. The gentleman was great. Yeah. What'd you give Kingsman? Which one? Oh, first one. First came. No, we never, we never rated that. That was long. That time. came out like 2014, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just asking. I would have given that Sonic, probably a six or seven. What did I give Sonic the Hedgehog? I don't remember. <laughs> I give it an eight. I don't. You think may have so. joked the upcoming Oscar ten. winner. Well, I mean, yeah, the future Oscar winner, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't think it's going to win any Oscars, but it'll certainly be nominated for some. I mean, what else is going to compete for the for VFX? Like, what else would compete? I don't, I don't know. know. This this year alone, I mean, who knows? But all right, guys, we've had a spirited debate. Yeah. It's been a good one. This has been episode 194 of For the Love of Cinema. Six episodes away from a 200. We'll have a more definitive uh, event planned for next week to let everyone know. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on what the podcast you service you're following for. Oh, I, I, I think I gave 10 a 6. I absolutely gave it a yeah, 6. Yeah, he was upset with me. I, I know he was. That's what I'm trying to... I'm yeah. trying for, to play, for like weeks. I I'm still trying feel to like make a up. mental note of what Grayson's <laughs> like, mindset has to be here. Uh, you can check us out on the following of a, on the podcast of the following five iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, and as always, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian, and I'm Christopher Bond. Has a Twitter but refuses to say it, as always. Check us out on Facebook, always posting things there. And check us out on YouTube. Funny little clips. We have a growing, a very slowly growing audience there, but it is growing. Check us out there. And send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. Next week, I think this is where the, the some of the debate comes in. For next week, Roger, I have down The Boys in the Band, which is a Netflix original with Jim Parsons, a period piece, and Love Guaranteed. You may want to veto one of those. Probably Love Guaranteed. The hell is that? What love guaranteed? Yeah, romantic comedy. The hell is the boys in the band? Uh, it's a Netflix original with Jim Parsons. Well, it looks the trailer looks pretty pretty decent. Don't so. we have Green come out in VOD next week? Do we? No, it'll be the week after. Okay, okay, gotcha. I mean, I'll watch whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I ain't got to Can't go to the movies. So yeah, least I can do is watch something. Oh, uh, the War with Grandpa. Oh, yeah, so we'll be... we'll kick out um we'll, kick out your romantic comedy yeah yeah because yeah. if I gotta watch one trash comedy I better not have to watch two <laughs> <laughs> let me type that in the war with grandpa that's De Niro isn't so it? let's talk yeah. are, we, are we still live yeah okay so I won't say that then. I'll say it <laughs> nope okay <laughs>